beautiful is your Audio Beauty Brunch Table? A source for conversations on all things skincare, makeup, fashion, styling, health and wellness, and general female fun. Brought to you by two women with over 20 years of friendship. So grab your girlfriends, pour a mimosa, and let's get boldly beautiful. Happy Monday! Happy Monday! We're back! Sometimes when we record these back-to-back sessions, I feel like it's Groundhog Day. Of course, yesterday really was Groundhog Day, so that's why it's probably top of mind. That's true. But, that's true. You know, we did just record one episode. And <laughs> we started it with Happy Monday. You're always no. talking about production. Listen. God, you would be so... Do not would, go on Big Brother. I was going to say, He'll I would He'll yell get, at you all the time. I would get kicked off Big Brother in no time, I'm <laughs> sure. A hundred percent chance. Guys, listen. We're new to podcasting, so... um. I there think... might be some episodes coming up in, like, April where we talk about Christmas. <laughs> I think I've almost got all the Christmas ones rolled out, though. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl for the entire month of February. Well, that's a given. It's the Chiefs one. <laughs> the Chiefs one! The Chiefs one! Um, we're going to sound sick at odd times. <laughs> Even though some of you probably just saw us yesterday and you're like... What happened to your voice? You sound just fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm giving away all of our production secrets. We're I mean, come on. Nobody expects Ellen to record and tape an episode every single day of her life. That's true. That's true. I also love how on Jeopardy they always pretend that they're actually airing on the like they pretended it was Christmas Day. On the day they were, and I was like, oh, Alex, you're at home with your family right now. You're yeah. not in the studio yeah. recording. There is zero <laughs> amount of dollars that would get you yeah. in the studio on Christmas no. Day. Let's no. be real. Or New Year's Day or Thanksgiving. You are or... not fooling anybody. <laughs> Listen, we thrive on being truth tellers. So we are. I'm just we're expand- bad liars. I'm just expanding that to the podcast world. We record this shit several episodes at a time. Because <laughs> we are busy. We are busy. We run three businesses. <laughs> it's hard for us to find time to there carve out. There are kids. Yes. There are tiny terrorists Do you know involved? that you have to take care of kids every day? Every day. Every day. They have to eat three times a day. Well, that's questionable. Like, maybe not three. Uh, that's at true. least two. My two-year-old's going through a big... He's on a hunger strike. <laughs> Sometimes they just stop eating. <laughs> They're like, this food that I've loved for six yes. months will not do anymore. And and they cry for the food. So you make the food. And then they don't want the food. And then they don't want the food. It's a game. It's, it's perfectly game. good. I think it is. I it's think he's... just to see if you love them enough to do it. Because they're little puppet masters. <laughs> Dance monkey. Yes. yes. Make me this... Full like breakfast <laughs> that I then will yes. turn my nose up at. Yes, they're like cats. Yep. They want the attention when they want it. They'll beg to come in, and then the second you let those little suckers in, they don't want anything to do with you. you know it's who, all a game. You know who eats every time? Dogs. <laughs> True. <laughs> Why can't they True. be more like dogs? I don't know. Dogs are so appreciative. They are. For all food I, and I, love. <laughs> 
and playing. I was reading this article, this joke article thing once, and it was like, did you know, even if you, you know, put your dog in your trunk for like just a minute, and you close the trunk. Oh my god! Then, Wait, what? This is going. This is getting dark. No, no, this is good. But you just put them in there just for a minute, like not nothing unsafe, right? But right. Just for a minute, and then you pop open the trunk. Like he will still be happy to yes. see you. Right. He will lick you like he hasn't seen you in a year. He is excited. <laughs> he loves his human. Yes. He wants yes. to be with you. But try doing that to your significant other and see what happens. <laughs> it never registers for a second. Oh, my God. You almost killed me. Right. Did you get slightly homicidal there for like 30 seconds? Oh, I giggled so hard when I read that. You know I'm who like... would also hate you? Cats. Cats hate you no matter Cats what. Cats would be like, son of a bitch. I can't believe what you, you put just me did. in a dark trunk for 30 seconds. Wow. Oh, that's okay. Sometimes our cat will jump in the bathtub and Jeremy will turn on the water just for fun. Oh and I'm God. like, stop, stop. it. He do- I think he does it to get more of a rise out of me than the Probably. cats. Because, I mean, clearly the cats just jump up on the ledge and they think it's hilarious. But That then, sounds like a Tom Alexander thing, then, too. And then he gets the death glare from me. And he just starts <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, every once in a while you do have to kind of, like, uh, knock them off their pedestal. <laughs> it is. They, they wear a mighty large crown. They like it. Mm-hmm. They secretly like it. They like the abuse. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> it's, it's what they do to you. What you're gonna dish it? You can't take it. That's true. Do you mean how many cats I've had over the years that you would just be petting them and loving and them, bite. and they and they'll just bite the shit out of you for no reason because they have to knock you off your pedestal. Yeah, they're like, listen, I'm gonna let you pet me for just another minute or so, but then I'm gonna put you in your place because not anyone can touch listen. me. I'm at the top of the totem pole. Yes. Alrighty. Hey, what podcast is this? I think we're talking about fashion. No, I meant the name of the podcast. Oh, sorry. I don't even know what podcast I'm on right now. This is Boldly Beautiful. Oh, Boldly Beautiful. Yep, I'm Jen. I'm Candace. And we are your comedians for the next half hour. A little bit. Maybe a little bit longer. What are we talking about? Fashion. That was the question I thought you were asking me. I love fashion. I know you do. And I love making fun of the fashion advice <laughs> that you give. Mostly just because it's fun to do. But, it's true. It's true. But well, if you, you can't laugh. Some people take it way too seriously. Yeah. That's when it gets it gets ugly real yeah. fast. Yeah. Like you can't take it so seriously. Fashion's not meant to be the end all be all. Just like what we were talking about with makeup trends. You know, you can't right. you can't live by these hard and fast rules and stress over it. It's meant to have fun with. It's true. It's true. And it's all about your personal your confidence level, your personality type, your message that you're trying to put out into the world. Um, and I think that that really goes, I think 
trends are fun because I think that you can garner a lot of inspiration from trends. I think that we are, um, you know, humans are innately like pack animals. And so we, we like to kind of know like, oh, what's, you know, things that other people might also be wearing and it can be something that brings us together. Um, but I always tell people not to get too hung up on trends. First of all, um, they repeat themselves a lot just in different variations and, and right. And if they go away, they come back. And so don't take it too seriously. I don't think it's something that, um, you know, um, people are really taking too seriously or thinking about a whole lot when they're when they're like judging what you're wearing I I think that what people are looking at more is if it is sending the right message that you're trying to convey and if you seem comfortable in it yeah um you know when I really compliment people on oh that outfit's amazing or that's perfectly on brand or that's sending the right message it hardly has anything to do with oh wow you're being so trendy right now it it usually is just about the all the whole package the whole package it's about the whole aura that the person is putting off right um so i always like to preface all of my fashion conversations with um it is not supposed to be so intimidating it's supposed to be fun right. it's supposed to be about finding this your comfort not level like the show what not to wear where they make you cry no. as they go through your closet no. that show stressed me out anytime i would watch it i like i just couldn't i couldn't do it like i felt like it was in a way making fun of that person yeah and if it i could see how when they would talk about the individual items as they were throwing things out or, you know, and these were things that the person, maybe it meant something to them because of the time in their life that reminded them of. Right. Or they always felt beautiful in it. Or it was the first, you know, size eight that they ever wore. And they remember the significance of that. And, and like, just listening to some of the commentary and you just see these people's faces fall as they're being told that that's a terrible choice. And it's just... I would rather spend the time focusing on, you know, these are the best choices for you. Yeah. Like, you still get to make the decision on what maybe isn't a great fit for you anymore. Exactly. Like, don't don't let anyone tell you, like, you you do not need to be wearing that or you shouldn't. Like, ha- enlist people in your life that are going to be like, this color complements your skin tone. Amazing. This is great for you. Right. You know, these shapes and these patterns are going to be the most flattering to your figure. And yeah. Really draw the eye in where you want it to. And, you know, like focus on the good things. Don't, yeah. Don't tear people down because of it. For being as into fashion as I have basically been pretty much my whole life um, and then making it my livelihood, I have very rarely liked any of the makeup shows that have ever been or makeover shows that have ever been on television um because yeah i kind of felt like they were more trying to put people into like a like a round peg into a square hole you're 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 taking the idea of fashion and trend and um and image to a level that is actually unhealthy right. and not being genuine 
and not being subjective um, or tailored to the client. Um, or really taking the time to understand what that client has been through or why they're wanting this new particular look or why yes. they're wanting the adjustment. That's one thing I love about what you offer with your services is I feel like you you know, are such an integral part of building someone's closet and things like that when you bring in a client, but you take the time to really sit with them and understand what are their career goals? What are their personal goals? What kind of challenges do they, do they have four kids and they don't have time to get ready in the morning and maybe a capsule wardrobe is a better answer for them? Or are they a, a single young professional that loves something about fashion and needs more variety to choose? Like yes. you take the time instead of just saying, well, this is what's on trend. So this is what you need. Right. And you can't wear this, this or this. You know, I mm-hmm. just I just love how you genuinely care about your clients and how you can see it on their faces when they've worked with you and they feel confident And they just have that validation, not just of the clothes that they're wearing, but if, you know, it's like they're getting validation of who they are. And I know that wasn't, and I'm going to brag on you because I know you hardly ever brag about yourself, but I know that that's not, you know, what you set out to do. It just happened naturally because that's the kind of person you are. And so I just... I just love you and I want our our listeners to understand, you know, that there is a difference when it comes to, you know, having someone that genuinely has your best interests in mind and wants to understand the hows and the what's and the, you know, whys of where you are to get you where you want to be. It's way more involved than just looking at a picture on Pinterest or out of a catalog or something and just saying yep that'll look good on you good luck you know and be done so thanks you do such a good job oh okay well i didn't really mean this to be like a commercial (laughs) for the business like no i know you're gonna talk about some trends but thanks well i'm super passionate about it Mm -hmm. and i i get such a high off of having like a really genuine interaction with a person where we take things they really feel like have been holding them back about their image or they just can't quite find themselves or their confidence. And maybe it's because they're trying to build a certain career and they just can't level up to a certain place. Or maybe it's because they've just gone through a divorce and now they're going to have to get back out into the dating scene. Or maybe they've just lost a bunch of weight or put on a bunch of weight and so now their body is completely different and dressing it is unfamiliar to them and this speaks to so much more about our human experience and our life experience than just oh I'm gonna get up and put on clothes today so I'm not naked right because that's socially unacceptable right you know I I think that the way that we dress and the way that we present ourselves um, can do a lot to actually bring good into your life and bring good to your mental health and bring good bring good to your physical health and um, and attract people into your life that can be the good people, the right kind of people that are going to become high paying clients for you and improve your financial life or bring a whole new social circle into your life or bring 
um, you know, a romantic love interest into your life. So that's what um, I really strive to work on with my clients. But. Well, you do a good job. Oh, well, thank All right. you. Let's run down okay. some trends. Well, that being said, so the screen trends, because we do like to follow the trends just so we kind of get an idea of, um, you know, with every season, sometimes their clothes can just get a feel, you know, they feel a little stale and just a little like tired and so it's nice to know like what some of the new things are and 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 also kind of understand some of the things you might be seeing in stores as you're starting to do your spring shopping and how they're supposed to be incorporated okay so the first one is platform shoes i can't i know i can't i it's it's very 70s and then it had its moment in the 90s and here's the thing that I will say about and this is a personal preference I know some people who are gonna go nuts when they hear that platforms are back in and that there's gonna be more of them in stores and they're gonna be readily available um, because a lot of women really hate stilettos I I do hate stilettos yeah. I cannot I've been a nurse for far too long I cannot do heels, but you even need, for a short period of time. But there are times where we want height. That's true. You want height, or there's just that outfit that are a flat shoe. Are wedges considered platform shoes? Okay, so this is where it gets... Because I do like wedges. Yeah, so this is where it gets a little... Technically, you would not call a wedge a platform. Because when you actually see shoes in a sales setting and a market setting where they are labeled as platform, they still have the little groove uh -huh. that separates the toe heel. from heel. So they're still technically a heeled shoe. But that being said, when I kind of think about the general term platform, that means it is the same, you get a height, that is across the whole shoe right meaning as opposed to like a stiletto or like a traditional where your toe heel is down and where the raised. toe parts flat and then the heels raised in some way either by a chunk heel or a squared off heel or an actual like stiletto so i think there were probably would be some people who would argue that a wedge counts as a platform if that's the case, then I can rock a platform every now and then because right. I do love the wedges. Yeah, but wedges when are nice, I think of like seventy platform shoes, I just can't. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like, and you know, also platforms are like the stripper heels. Yeah, you know, where you get at least an inch or two underneath the toe, and then you get, um, you know, the high high amount under the heel too. So, so you're going to be seeing some of those. So if you like the platform, go nuts. They're going to be everywhere. There's casual styles. There's formal styles. Um, some people think they're a lot more comfortable because you do get more support out of them. So go nuts. Okay, you're going to love this one. Okay, so in fall, we had pistachio. Uh-huh. What's the food this time? This year we have lime. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Which, yeah, let's yeah. be honest, on the Pantone scale... 
pistachio and lime are pretty close to each other. Right. Like, you're only going down the street a couple houses. It might just be pistachio, but just more summery. Like, pistachio drank a Red Bull. A little bit, yeah. showed up to the party. They threw a little bit more yellow into Uh it, and they were like, look, it's lime now. (laughs) But it is bright and summery. It's a lot of fun. They actually showed it on all of the spring runways on models of all Fitzpatrick types, which is something that's kind of a little bit of a fashion myth. They say that pastels usually only look good on darker skin tones and girls who are really, really pale can't pull it off. But there were some models on the runways that that were wearing variations of it, and it actually looks pretty good. Okay. So once again, I think this is just something you try it on. Because it really depends on... Um, Are you about to tell me it has to be full head to toe like you did with pistachio? No. This actually says they use the term squeeze of lime. Sque- so I take that... I think they were just being cute and editorial. But I kind of take that to mean a squeeze of lime would be just a little bit... I was going to say, I pop can a see like a cute little sundress or something yeah. with like little pops of lime right. in there. Or maybe you're in like your... your black or your white or your earth tones or and then you just had like a little limey yellowy green purse or shoes you don't like anchor chip you don't i I don't know i'm not investing in lime purses or shoes okay well they're both very expensive one of the other things is um scarves are going to be really really huge okay I could do a, so, a lime scarf. Lime scarf. Throw a little lime scarf in your hair. Okay. Sure. All right. Yes. Um, so one thing I will say um, about why it's really important, especially with trickier colors, to try it on is that um, color hues change dramatically according to the type of fabric that the garment is made out of because dye reacts differently to different types of garment sure. a um like a synthetic isn't gonna pull yeah in. a cotton's gonna be a little bit more muted well yeah and like a cotton is probably gonna pull dry, dye stronger than a chiffon sure or a tool or even though technically that dye might be the exact same dye and be the exact same pantone color it's gonna look totally different so you need to be trying everything on and you need to see how it actually looks on your skin tone hair color um just your general aesthetic that you're going for you'll know when you try it on okay if you like it or not yeah so that one's one just kind of have some fun with um and it looks really good with some other colors it looks really cute with pink it looks really good with blue yeah i can see lime Um, and blue yeah going together so i feel like that's been a thing oh well duh the seahawks i'm like i feel like that's been a thing in sportswear oh yeah well (laughs) you know meanwhile you have yeah. The Seahawks like rolling around in neon green Lot, pants yeah. and all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, clothing that looks like lingerie. All right. Okay, but the funny thing is, is it's old tiny lingerie. No. Oh, I uh, knew there had to be a catch. So there's going to be faux garter belts on pants. There's going to be belts that look like they're the old tiny garter. So you put it on over the pants, but where um, there was one that I actually saw. Where it kind of takes the old 
um, garter belt look and adds the chain look from the early 90s. So, so grunge meets So it's a sex grungy kitten. sex kitten. That's yes. a terrible idea. But I will say, as a stylist, I love the idea of putting something like that over a suit. You're so weird. Oh my god, no. that would be so... No. I love to mix genres. I love to do unexpected, like, Taylor Rocker looks. I love the idea of mixing, like, I cannot, something grunge I with something really feminine. I can't picture Nick Carter on top of a suit, though. Like, I just cannot wrap my mind around it. I'll get one and we'll play with it. Um. So there's also, like, bra... like. Pieces that are made to look almost like bra tops, but you wear them over the tops of shirts. I'm not on board with this trend. Um, yeah, to me, this one's gonna be real tricky. <laughs> like you got dressed in the dark, and <laughs> you might suffer from a bit of dementia. Okay, but one and not remember the order in which your clothing goes on. One part of the trend that I did love is that um, corsets count. See, okay, I was about to ask because I did like the little bit of a trend back in the nineties. Was it nineties? Maybe early thousands. Early two thousands. Where Man, you would I owned wear like the three white corsets. button up shirts, yes. and you could put the corset on over top of that. And I mean, I I could get on board with that. That was cute. That was one and, of my faves. Yeah, that I feel like can be done relatively well, um, but I cannot picture something that looks like a, a just a bra on over shirt. <laughs> I just can't. I just, I just can't. Okay, I'll find some pictures and I'll play around. Okay, here. Okay, so maybe I'll just take this picture and put it on Instagram so that when people listen to this, they can see it. But here's a picture of that belt that looks like a so it looks like a garter yep. belt nope. and it's got the chains oh so the chains lay on the outside of the hips the chains lay on the like outside of the hips bags. like well <laughs> like that's what you would be like attaching to your thigh highs except like you don't actually rings. attach to it right they just kind of lay yeah. like chains did yeah, you in need to put look. that on your Instagram. I, I okay. still don't know how I feel about okay, it. Okay, I'll put it on there. It's a, li- it's a little s and It is a little s and but, I mean, that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. You know, with the Fifty Shades of Grey being hot the last few years, and we were going to see that show up in fashion. Um, oversized totes. Okay. Which That's we always yes, which I feel like some people are like, I don't understand that that ever went out, quote unquote, but... Right. I just have to haul so much crap. I don't know yeah. how else <laughs> right. to do it. I either have four small bags or one big one. Let's, let's okay. be honest. Checkered patterns. Ugh. This one's tricky, but here's the thing. It's any kind of check. So there's some variations on check. Okay. There is plaid check Okay. where it is... A bunch of little lines put together to make bigger lines, and it's that Scottish tartan style. Sure. Except it's on brighter fabrics, so it feels more spring, whereas traditional tartan feels very fall. Um, this is, you're going to see that same pattern, but in lighter fabrics and colors, so that it would be something you would actually wear lime. in spring and summer. Perhaps it will be lime. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it seems like that would only make sense. Okay, but there's also the check pattern that's also called gingham. Oh, yeah. Which is what we associate with 
a picnic table. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's been done really, really well when it's applied black, to other black colors. Black gingham is Black gingham is nice. really pretty. Black yeah. gingham, black and white gingham. Gingham looks really good in like pink and light blue. Sure. And I've seen white gingham where it was different. It was like Ooh. a monochromatic. Okay. But it was different shades like of white and, and creams and, and stuff. That looks really cool. Um, actually, some of the articles I read said this is an alternative to flowers, which is kind of cool okay. that there's a pattern coming out where, because usually spring and summer, everything is flower, 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 flower. And if you're really not into the very right. like feminine, airy, ethereal... See, there's solids or nothing. Then if you want a pattern, you don't really have anything. So there were a lot of people that were really kind of actually cheering that this is going to be a thing. Because it means there's going to be an alternative pattern if you're into that. Um, Okay, what else do we have here? Oh, okay, I thought this was interesting. So (laughs) my mother's going to hate this trend because my mother hates any time anything that looks like a nightgown becomes street clothes. But this is white ethereal dresses. Like? So they kind of look like the angel costumes you would wear in like nativity plays at church when you were a kid. <laughs> a lot of them look like they've been made out of muslin. What do you what they, kind of shoes do you wear they, with those? They look, they Ballet look, slippers? they look like nightgowns. A lot of them look like they almost look more like um, the muslin pattern for the dress. Oh my god! Before the designer then went and cut yeah. out the real dress. Uh-huh. You know, it's. I think people kind of got inspired by all of that stuff and said, "Well, let's just make streetwear dresses that are made out of that." Which I will say. In theory, sounds really weird, but as a stylist, I get kind of excited about because to me, it's a completely blank canvas. First of all, they're probably comfortable AF. I don't know. Muslin doesn't because, have much stretch and stuff. Well, too, I'm not though. saying that they're actually made out of muslin. Oh, I'm saying gotcha. that they look like the muslin. Gotcha, gotcha. Like from afar, they might look like they're made, but actually, they're probably made out of great blends and. Right. Otherwise, and they silk wouldn't scent. catch on. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but they've got a great flow to them. They're really airy. They're going to be super comfortable in the summer. And they're j- it's just a white dress. So, yeah, so now, like, you you can put a really cool shoe. Okay, so to answer your question, yes, a ballet flat would look really cute. A really great gladiator sandal would look really Ooh, cute. Okay. Um, I wouldn't do anything to chunky although because platforms are in they're probably putting I'm like my eyes right now the, the editorial looks that are going to start coming out in all of the spring and summer catalogs are probably going to show them with a like a form of a strappy platform but still strappy okay so that you know i thought you're gonna say like platform chuck taylor's or something underneath these dresses you know like, what of course... there's probably someone's gonna do it someone's gonna do it so just brace yourself now if you need to emotionally prepare yourself, you're probably <laughs> going to see them with like Converse yeah. and tennis shoes because that's been a hot thing for the last couple of summers is to take 
a dress and, and specifically can... kind of a prairie dress style See, and put it with a pair of me. boots and a pair or a pair of converse like i've seen some fun like just a line or t-shirt style dresses with converse i love that look so but that's because in your mind they put sporty with sporty i guess but it's still dressy oh it's still dressy it's dressy sporty yeah but where styling really gets like the next level in styling i kind of feel like is when you can mix your genres okay but once again if Does that you're mean I need a true to start, sporty person, I need to, then like, you start always wearing stay in sporty. With my scrubs. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I'm trying to make genre scandal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Y'all, well, okay. she does not even know what to do with me. Now, now I'm kind of, I'm coming up with a whole way that you could style scrubs. <laughs> but, but it doesn't make sense logistically because we still have to think about the fact that you're at work. Yes, that's true. Don't, yes. we, I, we can't wear I, heels in our spa. It's I, I too mean, noisy. That's true. That's true. It's also terrible on your hips. Yes. So bad for you. But yeah, you're opening a whole can of worms here. Okay. All right. But think about the jewelry combinations that could be with this dress, with like a just a pretty white flowy dress. That's true. Your jewelry gets to shine. Your makeup gets to shine. Your hair gets to shine. Like, right. like it is this totally blank canvas, and they're probably super comfortable because let's face it, they kind of look like nightgowns. Oh. Um. So some of the other trends real quick, I also looked up jewelry and there were some really interesting jewelry things. Some ones that made me really, really happy. Um, like statement necklaces are kind of coming back in, but specifically statement necklaces that look like it could be the collar of your shirt. Oh, like the Peter or Pan like Yeah, collar. almost like the Peter Pan ones or ones that um, have such a um, large accent piece on it. And I'll be sharing pictures because it is hard to describe some of these um, in like an audio setting. So I'm going to be putting pictures of these on uh, the company Instagram pages and... Um, in my uh, email newsletters because some of these you just kind of have to see to understand what they're talking about but um, like large oversized chains sure so everything is the 80s and the early 90s okay. um, there's been a that's the the decade throwbacks that we're all in and so it's a lot of oversized chains chunky chains or big accent pieces that are on collar um collar length like collar length so that it almost looks more like it's an accent of the top you're wearing than like your jewelry um is kind of what they're going for there um big hoops yes yes so several people out there love hoops um but i will say a lot of these photos okay so the first thing that pops into when you say big hoops is the delicate hoops that are super long, uh-huh. but that's not what these are. They mean chunky hoops. Okay. They mean a thick metal, okay. um, very 80s style, yeah. Yeah. very late 80s. Like the 
big silver, big gold. Yeah, like the kind of like raid your grandmother and your mother's earrings. Mm -hmm. And that's probably all the ones that they're talking about. Jewelry has gotten very, very, very 80s, which is kind of fun because it was very statement back then. Um, Pearls are back in, but pearls in interesting ways. Which is kind of interesting. Um, they're showing a lot of like pearls on earrings that go in very, in like not just the lobes. Oh, okay. Like the cartilage piercings. Nose piercings. The, yeah, like pearls in the nose. Um, pearl earrings that go all the way around the ear. Okay. Um, so kind of just, I think what it is is it's taking something that's usually very demure and understated and making it very... In your face. In your face or like grungy Uh or modern art or very modern. Taking something that's a little bit more antiquated and making it really... So it does not count, quote unquote, if you just wear your traditional pearl necklace. (laughs) Dang it. They want you to be featuring it in some unusual way. Like go to earrings are just pearl studs, so I guess that's not gonna work either. Well, no, but I'll count it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one was color, um, and color that's really over dramatic, like big, chunky, like you bought it off the beach in Jamaica, right? Beads, beads and, and, and plasticky looking. Yes, yeah. lots and lots of bangles, um, big color pieces that almost look Victorian inspired, mm-hmm. um, like it's kind of like an old world British or an old world French um, with the pendant and all yeah. the detailing around it. Um, big bead earrings that almost look island inspired. A lot of it's kind of like. Latino-inspired, Caribbean-inspired, which will be great for summer because all of that really speaks to tropical travel, being in warmer client countries, um, and it's low metals, which we usually tend to stay away from wearing a bunch of metal in the summer because it does heat up and it will actually contribute to being hotter. Sure. Um, So we like to stay away from big, chunky Right, not to mention skin reactions. Yes, and keeps you away from skin reactions. So before we go, though, I have to ask, the question on my mind is, Uh is it true that the jelly sandals are coming back? (laughs) Because I've been seeing those little suckers everywhere. Really? Are they making a comeback? Yeah, like the old clear or clear with sparkles, Mm -hmm. you know, hurt your feet like a... Type, you know. Oh my god, I loved them oh when my I was gosh. a kid. They hurt my feet so bad. Okay, well let's do a little experiment while while we're together. I've just done a Google search and I'm seeing what comes up. Okay, so apparently Katy Perry has a line of them. <laughs> that's coming up uh target does seem to have a lot of them i i don't know that i can get on board with the jelly sandal well okay so i will say everything 
for this spring and summer is color, color, color. And we usually do lean towards more color when the weather turns warmer, but this year there seemed to be like color was even more of the emphasis. The hot colors are you're going to see a lot of neon because there's right. we're in like an 80s inspiration time. Um, so hot pink was going to be a big color. Fuchsia, orange, yellow, the lime. Um, the Pantone color of the year for all of 2020 is classic blue, which is like that really true, true peacocky blue. Okay. So that's a bold color that's going to be out there. A lot of mixing color in jewelry. And so I think the jelly sandals probably kind of just go along with that. Gotcha. It's a way to put color in. Um, in a place where you don't always put a lot of color. Sure. Because a lot of times we focus a lot on the color being in the clothes and the jewelry. And then when it comes to your shoes, we just throw on a pair of like white or black right. sandals. Right. So this is a way that, you know, there's the different jelly colors. There's neon colored sandals. Um, or there's just clear you're seeing a lot of clear in yeah. shoes because then they go with everything. Yeah. Because people are always looking for it. Because like you said, sometimes shoes are super expensive. Right. And they take the most wear and tear. So you kind of just want something that's going to feel like you're going to get a lot of use out of it. And it's going to go with everything. So they're just making heels that are clear sure. and sandals that are clear. And so I think it all kind of speaks to that. Um I think it's hard for our generation because for us, we fell right when jelly sandals were during our childhood. Mm -hmm. So we almost think of them as being more juvenile. I do. Yeah, 100%. But I think that you're going to start to see if they really are making like a legitimate comeback, that means that your designer companies that actually do designer adult shoes are going to be incorporating them. And then you're maybe going to see them in a form that's easier to digest as like a serious adult sandal. Gotcha. Okay. Well, as long as they're working on that, then I, uh... they might be. <laughs> I don't have any insider information, but we shall see. There we go. When we hit the stores. Heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Yes. Um, if you want more information on either one of us, where to find us on social media or to join Candace's Facebook group on all things styling. Um, make sure to check out the show notes and we will put a couple links down there. And as always, thank you for joining us and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye guys.